Hello and welcome to the Walk Family Podcast, a show where we discuss parenting and what the Bible says about it. God's Word contains truth, encouragement, and application, which we want to share with you. The mom or dad journeying through the chaos of raising kids. From the newborn to the rebellious teenager, our mission is to provide you with hope and skills that allows you to be the parent God calls you to be. Welcome back. I am your host, Tony Smith, and today we are beginning a new series titled The Parental Proverbs. So there is actually a section of the Bible that is known as the Parental Proverbs, and it is also known as the Prologue or Introduction to the Book of Proverbs. The Parental Proverbs are known to be found in chapters 1 through 9 and focus on wisdom, specifically the wisdom that needs to be taught from parent to child. But there are a lot more details than just that, which I will explain here shortly. As all of you are well aware, being a parent isn't easy, and there are many, many different struggles we experience as a mom or dad, and I am hoping that this series will bring encouragement and a little illumination to understanding the Bible a little bit more. I want to let you know that this episode is going to be somewhat of an introduction to the series, and the following episode holds the beginning of the content. So here's what to expect in each episode, and then we are going to dive into what the parental proverbs are, and who they're for, and some details within. First off, the purpose behind this series. The first nine chapters of Proverbs really focus on the family dynamic of teaching the value of wisdom to kids. As I've studied these nine chapters, I've broken them down into sections to help you, the listener, understand not just what the scripture is saying, but the meaning behind it, along with some practical tips to guide you in teaching your kids these truths. That is my purpose behind this series. And I try to align my purpose for each episode with why this section was written in the first place. The purpose of these nine chapters were first and foremost to place emphasis and value on pursuing wisdom instead of the world. So in chapters one through nine, the parents and the personified character of wisdom called Lady Wisdom use all of their rhetorical skills and all of their knowledge to expose the seductive rhetoric of evil men and women. This is to make clear how valuable wisdom is in our lives, as well as to win the allegiance of the simple youth to the wisdom presented. Now, I know that was kind of a mouthful, so I'm going to break it down and then explain some of the vocabulary that will be beneficial to each of the following episodes. So first, the expectation is that the parents are teaching their children these truths of wisdom. Not only blindly teaching them, but aligning them with Jesus' teachings, following them themselves, and demonstrating the why behind all of the truths presented. Second, the context of the scripture is that the term simple does not mean mentally delayed or unintelligent like we normally think of the term simple. Rather, this term means gullible, uncommitted, and easily swayed to temptation. The term youth also has context. So often we think 
of young children when we hear the word youth. The youth described in these passages are actually young adults. The concept here is the youth are people of marriageable age. But the dialogue found is often between a father to son, or rather a parent to child. So when we navigate each text, youth refers to the young adult, and simple refers to the easily swayed, gullible, non-committed child. There is some background for you before we begin. And I would also encourage you to read these chapters on your own at any point. Even as we go through it, you can read them all before the series really kicks off, or you can go through it step by step. Um, But I do know that this is incredibly beneficial for parents nowadays, because when you look at the general trend, kids who grew up going to church and professing faith in Jesus, more often than not, once they leave the house for college or a full-time job, they don't make faith a priority. Rather, they are easily swayed by the pleasures of the world, and this is an incredibly high percentage. According to LifeWay research, they say while 69% say that they were attending at age 17, that's attending church, that number fell to 58% at age 18 and 40% at age 19. Once they reached their 20s, around 1 in 3 say that they were attending church regularly. So that is pretty much a a half, right? Uh, 69% all the way down to 33% of kids, young adults, attending church within a matter of years, a few years, not like a decade, just a couple. And I can't help but wonder why that is. There is a significant decrease in church attendance as late teens enter into adulthood. And I believe that Proverbs 1 through 9 holds some of the reasons, but also maybe it holds some of the answers to combat this issue. And that's why I'm so passionate about this. And so let's continue here. There there are two audiences for these Proverbs. The first we already discussed, it's the simple youth, these young adults that are easily swayed by the world. The second, however, the second audience is the wise. So who are the wise. So here are some character traits of people with wisdom and why these proverbs are for them. So the character traits include that they cherish and choose wisdom, that they recognize the search for wisdom is not instant, but it is a lifelong process. That is something that I struggle with greatly, that they are teachable and they develop wisdom by the three S's, the sharpening of the mind, the softening of the heart, and the shaping of their character. The wise demonstrate this in their lives, and their goal is to bring the simple youth over to the side of wisdom. That is what you are going to see often in the first nine chapters of Proverbs. And there is very much a father-to-son discourse with the mother mentioned throughout as well. And this is very much the family dynamic of teaching. Even though at the time that Proverbs were written, the focus is on wisdom, that is, for practical day-to-day living, battling the struggles of temptation, which is a very spiritual struggle, but with physical attacks and consequences. Nowadays, 
We read Proverbs in light of God's church. The book of Proverbs is quoted about 60 times by Christ's apostles in the New Testament. Knowing this, my hope and prayer for you as a parent, or perhaps as a young adult child, is to understand that the simple person loves being uncommitted, is gullible, and is easily misled, and that they often experience different voices and characters in life. But you will also see those voices and characters throughout the first nine chapters of Proverbs. And those voices and characters attempt to gain allegiance from the simple youth. As you'll see, that is why the father and lady wisdom, which is the personified character of wisdom, don't, don't misunderstand that, um, but that is why the wise take so much interest in them. They're trying to protect them from the evil that lurks simply by teaching them wisdom. And here are a few examples of what you'll experience in these Proverbs, these, these voices or characters. They're, they're considered sinful people. You'll see that they're considered or called the wicked, evildoers, the adulterous woman who has a name called Folly, and several others. And the purpose of the father and lady wisdom is to capture the allegiance of the simple youth, but how do they go about doing this? You see, they attempt to expose the bad character types and the futility of their promises along with the consequences of following those paths. So it's kind of a, a three-step process, but this is exactly what we need to do, what we need to try to do for our kids, even from an early age. When you are teaching wisdom and how to avoid the temptations of the world, firstly, we must expose the bad character types, and secondly, we must demonstrate the good character traits while illustrating and explaining the bad ones so that our kiddos know the difference. We must expose the futility of the false promises. The promises given by bad characters appear to be fun attractive, and enjoyable. But they're not eternal, and they always lead to the third category, which is the consequences of following those paths. And when we attempt to expose those bad character types, notice I said the word attempt, so I don't think there is one right way to teach this. Also, it is impossible to be effective without the Lord changing your heart as well as your child. So it doesn't matter how much you explain wisdom and biblical truth to your kids if their hearts aren't in it. And if Jesus is absent, they're not going to cling on to wisdom. You, perhaps they will for a short time. But remember, wisdom is a lifelong process. It's not a short-term game. A cool quote that I kind of ran into it says, as cement without water cannot produce mortar, so the proverb without faith that submits to the Lord's word cannot produce wisdom. As parents, while we expose foolishness, we need to try and illuminate the value of wisdom. Often what you're going to see through these proverbs is that the father instructs the son on the danger of being simple. While Lady Wisdom motivates the simple to commit their lives to wisdom. It's a very unique dynamic between the two. So I'm going to close with this. 
I'm going to place you into one of three categories for this series. So depending on which category you fall under, it's going to bring great differences on how you tackle these issues with your kids compared to the other categories. So the first category is that you are an unbelieving parent. So if you are one of those people listening to the show and you are an unbeliever, and yet you are also a parent, mom or dad, you have not placed your faith in Jesus, but for some reason this podcast has captured your attention and you're interested. So here's what I would encourage you to do. First, you need to try and understand that to gain wisdom without Jesus is impossible. There are some universal truths, and you can acquire some of the benefits of pursuing wisdom, but it won't be a lifelong process of gaining wisdom without him. These Proverbs directly correlate with his teachings in the New Testament, and we as believers cling on to him. Furthermore, without the Holy Spirit which you gain as a gift by placing your faith in Christ, the understanding of these truths, as well as the perseverance to choose and pursue them, won't happen over the course of a lifetime. What I beg you to do is to connect the teachings here in Proverbs to Jesus and begin a relationship with him before you try to push these upon your kids. Otherwise, eventually, your kids will see the hypocrisy of trying to teach them wisdom while you live the life of the simple youth. And resentment can form, not just from you, but from faith in God overall. So I would encourage you, ultimately, to connect the Proverbs to the teachings of Jesus and pursue Him in relationship by placing your faith in Christ. That's category one. Category two, you are a believing parent. You are a mom or a dad who has placed their faith in Jesus. And I'm guessing most of you will probably fall into this category. Your goal is slightly different. So your goal is to gain wisdom with Jesus and pass that along to your children. These Proverbs are designed to be taught to children, specifically those that are of marriageable age, you know, young adults, college-age students, um, but a lot of the world's temptations pursue young adults in late teens and early 20s. And this is often from the new freedom of living away from home, especially if they are not taught how to see through the world's temptations. You know, the evil one's going to grab hold of your kids and consequences are going to follow. So you need to teach them how to gain wisdom not only for themselves, but also to teach others. And so for you as the parent, read these Proverbs and gain wisdom for yourself and live out that wisdom by teaching them to your kids. Thirdly is the child. If you are one of those young adults and you're listening to the show, your goal is slightly different even more. Your goal is to gain wisdom with Jesus and adhere to the wisdom given and taught by your parents. Adhering to wisdom equals life, and the wisdom of the Proverbs connects to the teachings of Jesus, and Jesus is the life. The opposite is also true. By pursuing foolishness, that will equal death. But this is also quite honestly directed towards you because you're going to experience a gauntlet of evil that will try to suck you in by deception. 
everything from sexual sin to frivolous spending to violence and vengeance and so on. We're going to talk about all of these concepts throughout the series. But I want you to understand that this is also a journey and not a quick fix on life. And it always starts with Jesus because he is the path to life. And so here's what each episode is going to include. So first, I am going to be reading the chunk of scripture, and sometimes it will be the entire chapter if necessary. Uh, I will also be explaining the meaning behind the passage and the purpose behind the teaching and theme will be explained. And then lastly, there's going to be practical examples of both the wisdom and the folly and how to navigate those with your kids. That's all for today. Items, links, and show notes can be found in the description of wherever you listen to podcasts. We want to say thank you to Pixabay Music and all of you that are listening to our show. We appreciate all of your support. Thanks again for tuning into the Walk Family Podcast.